0: meantime thank you for tuning into the intro and I hope you stay for the episode and if not thank you for stopping by and I share with you my unconditional love and uh, wish you the best welcome to my lovely usual listeners and to anybody who's new today we have some table talk sip my coffee and I don't remember what we specified in today's episodes but I'm sure it has everything to do with the lovely themes and energies about for our table talk we're going to keep talking about enlightenment and in this case how can I break this one down um so as we move forward the knowing that I want to share at least once throughout every episode in case there's any new listeners is that the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is attainable quite easily and straightforwardly and it does not only involve one of the subject matters it's not only about spirituality it's not only about uh, being a functional adult so when it comes to our psychological floor the self and it's not only about the spiritual stuff metaphysics as a terrorism it's actually when a person has all of these and more because you know that perspective it's not just a perspective it's an actual way that you feel about life so 5d body type i'm using this word from having gathered that 3d 4d body type and this is throughout the years of my own ascension and just everything that i'm learning especially from the psychoeducators, by the way because they're the ones who make it clear so Um, The 5D body type and the individual who is in their enlightenment soul age group in this 2023, they are a person who is in a complete state of compassion and they've only known a love cycle. We do know shame as the word and the feeling we know all feelings actually that's the point and the difference though is that we explore all feelings from a love cycle we don't do the shame cycle and I know that the psychoeducators like every time I'm taking a class because I have many classes but the ones that are my usual weeklies I get to interact with a bunch of um, consistently excuse me the panels the panels of experts they talk about the topics that we dive into and They keep on reiterating similar notions uh, according to all their studies and research. And you know, uh, one of them is that shame is an emotion, which instead from those who are trauma experts, they say shame is not an actual emotion, it's a way you feel, and it's a posture from your nervous system. But it is something that is a part of our evolutionary species because uh, that's actually uh, cowering down and it's in the middle, it's in fact held between the heart and the gut space which is, you know, funny enough, or not funny enough, but it's that heart chakra in the solar plexus, so you're the way to love and your actual confidence. And some people, they stay in a herd mentality, so this shame thing leads their life, which is where we got a bunch of other soul age groups and masculines, basically, and I use this word because, um, you know, when you're a whole person, which is when you're in 5D, and whole person doesn't mean pieces of your obviously hopefully but that's not what makes us a whole person it's how we're able to address life a whole person when you're an adult is basically being able to have more than just mastery so some people they don't believe you can be at ease with your emotions that's the point is because their body is not in this state and that's where Again, the psycho they keep using the word there has to be shame because they're under the illusion that the shame cycle is the only thing that has kept the hierarchy because of course they get to work with people who need them the people who are in an enlightenment so age group or 5d body type the people who live a day-to-day with compassion we don't make a big deal out of things and we don't turn to revenge or spite or or envy or je- we don't have these experiences and what i mean by that is when they take place when they're hinted at so like revenge or spite they've been hinted at with me any one of us we've all grown up we were all children so i mean there's plenty of time ah you're doing this out of spite no i'm not doing this out of spite and the person in the enlightenment so Age will have thought about those words because we actually hear the loved ones that speak to us to this day we hear them meaning we we care about what they're saying so we care about their thoughts and feelings Here's where, remember, the Enlightenment soul, age of person is a differentiated self. This is an individual who is independent with their thoughts and feelings from their family of origin. So we don't cancel ourselves, and we don't sit in shame. This is where I would say, when I think of how this is possible, I know that the mystical people like to create stories, because between dreams and then the conspiracy theories, there's the Atlanteans, the Vikings, the aliens, you know, and... Believe me when I say I've had amazing. So the Lightworker's life is where I will share some stuff for you guys, but it's a subscription-based model content, and it will only be at a certain point when I see that we have, you know, a nice community and stuff like that, or maybe <clears throat> when I have the the moment. Because right now my priority is sharing with people who want to be in their enlightenment, so age group, or who want to access their infinite and higher human consciousness, so to be able to live this this life it is about you and your free will of choosing how to explore your emotions it is very practical for the 5d body type for the 3d 4d not so much for the people who lead with the herd not so much in fact here's where i'm trying to head today with the part about life is not a race in all of the episodes when I share what I share it's to give you again a perspective and a modality to work through things and again the perspective is of course mine it's not a truth it's a perspective from one person to another it can guide and support but the person who must quote-unquote and it's not even must for me the person who decides how to live your life is you not me I'm supporting the people that love to tune in and I'm supporting anyone in my life to be their own self. This is the, the foundation of everything IHP is you being yourself, following your heart. So I, I will do my best to always make this clear because this is where we all are here together. The reality is for an Enlightenment Soul age group person, nobody's the actual leader of anything. And in fact, when we learn about this word, so see for me, if I have to use the word disappointment, oh, I'll use it. But you know, this is where I always remember it's unfair to to even bother with this concept because leadership would require high intellect, which requires high compassion, which I actually don't see enough of. I can see a sad guru and he's one out of all the others and then i can see some other people they're in subject matters though they're doing specific things they have objectives and so you know if i have to look at the world this is one of the reasons why i know for a fact that for me that evil doesn't exist besides the fact that i know everything there is and i'm still learning more on the human body and really people are just in shame especially the ones who get labeled evil And I will be using an example in a minute of what I'm talking about. And this is where the only people who instead keep on thinking that evil triumphs and evil this and are the same people who live based on the shame, based on the hurt, based on being told by whoever it is that is already their clan leader, because they got a leader, you better bet, whether it be a bunch of texts or a person, they got someone telling them what to be, who to be, and they're like, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. I'll never forget when I was introduced to these concepts. My twin sister and I both. And thankfully, we have a Neapolitan mother, and uh, my lovely Neapolitan mother told our lovely family household, yeah, don't don't bring this in the house, thank you. you. You can do that at your workplace. we We don't do the we're not little soldiers in our homes. We're free to be ourselves in our homes. So it's just like I, I can't even begin to express how much a person who's in enlightenment will not in any way shape or form bow down to something like that i remember contemplating joining the military because i am a military brat and i was like you know what i ain't gonna have some person yelling in my fucking face there ain't no shitty way just so that i can get somebody to go to college and then you know and then i was like I, and the fact that i might go to no i don't want to really go to war i don't want to kill people i don't want to do any of that so uh you know and then the whole part about how to be respectful here's where people talk about freedom the fact is there's no freedom when you go to school with a bunch of people and this is college i'm not talking about my high school i had fun in my high school luckily they were all cool kids and we we because they traveled they were all also open-minded and cultured and differences and stuff like that so um but I was talking about university, and oh my gosh, I was like, what? I thought it's were extreme with their politics. and you see that the Americans are just as extreme because there was an illusion because of my growing up with military brats. We all loved different countries and cultures and people, and, and very much, you know. So the whole part about what to do in boot camp or whatnot, that's just, you know, style. Like I said, I was just happy I have a Neapolitan mother, so I could be free to be myself. And just, then you know that's one of the things I love about the, the culture. The Neapolitans will complain about each other because, but that's every city, every town I've ever went to. People from their own place, ah, this—they they all have something to say about their own hometown. It's Like, what? Why would you have something to complain about? You know, I mean, no place is perfect, but you know. So here's where again, enlightenment so age if we don't complain about, we're grateful for everything because we we appreciate why wouldn't we this is the part we don't know why we would complain about something that's a part of our life there's no reason to it makes no sense we automatically are in a place of abundance in our bodies okay so here's why I'm trying to create this this fact is that we have love in our bodies we're in that ventral vagal system we're safe in our body and so we don't have a reason to think of lack we don't feel lack and we don't feel afraid And and when I say we don't feel afraid, it's not if somebody starts to get angry, no, if somebody starts to get angry and agitated, my body will begin to protect itself because I'm in front of a person who's starting to get, and I'm a small person. So that's where fear begins to take place or actual physiological stuff like the panic attacks anxiety attacks but other than that when it comes to passionate conversation no no fear when it comes to people insulting there's no fear there's no like oh my god I'm gonna take spite revenge so right here's where the difference for those who have shame cycles is that when they come into contact with a love cycle person there can be a feeling of disgust, a feeling of mistrust, a feeling of envy, a feeling of jealousy, automatically. I've seen this time again and again and again, and these psychoeducators recently, because right now we're talking about envy and jealousy, they are explaining this very, very well, how it handles um, and how it deals with our evolutionary science, but how it deals with lack of trust. So if you remember that trauma behavior is equal to safety behavior, 3d 4d body type and all masculine energies who have the feminine outside this is why they don't do the spirituality they may think they are on one because they wear a mantle because they talk about consciousness fact side note so here's why the enlightenment so a troop so that would be the 5d self-empowered enlightened person who's choosing the enlightenment so a troop because it is a state of compassion so you are a differentiated self again it means that you have your own thoughts and feelings they're not the same as your families or as your societies you've moved away from the word i think let me grab my notes Is something along the lines of legacy so you've moved away from legacy burdens and or you're aware of them and or you've transcended them because we actually don't move away meaning distance that we allow ourselves to see what is ours where it comes from and we are able to move in a space of equanimity again and again and again that's why we're doing always dharma and not karma so it gets easier i was recently exchanging notes with a person who said i've been trying to do this to transcend and transmute feelings and thoughts and i said well i've been doing it since i was a teenager but the past couple years is where i've noticed there's no charge state when you learn about the psychoeducation the charged state we all can notice our charged states because we all accumulate trauma we all will have at the very least secure attachment and so that's where you move into your own self differentiate itself in time by your own choosing 5d body type will have done this naturally which is why we have a group of people that are in their enlightenment soul age group right now and the ones who come out of masculine and are their own feminine they are out of their shame cycle and in a love cycle so they're able now to feel and think freely because they are aware of their fears blocks and resistances from those parts And they're aware with compassion of this stuff. They're also aware of potential legacy burdens. So if there's been things passed down, let's say mother and father talked about being rich and famous, and that's all that's important, and the person felt the burden to have to bring that to the forefront because, you know, that's just what it is. And they're realizing, again, it's not my burden. It's not my opinion. I don't have to live this out. I don't have to achieve richness because my mother and father taught me this. Or I don't have to be like a little soldier because that was my upbringing. This is not mine. And the Enlightenment soul Age Person will easily be in compassion with both sides. We don't judge our parents, our legacy, our species. We don't judge in this sense. We we are aware. We have preferences, but we don't make a statement in our preferences in our own mind. That's why we're always transmuting, transcending, and flowing. Intergrowth mindset is what a person who's in that inclined enlightenment age group will always be doing and or be appealed. Meaning, you'll be attracted to. And so, again, I want to differentiate because when I move into the subscription-based model content to do the actual integration of exercises, because I want to get the courses online, but I want to start giving you things that you can do to integrate mind, heart, and body. And I'm thinking of how to ensure that I have for the love cycle people, but also for the shame cycle people, because it's very straightforward when a person's in a shame cycle, can be shame blame fault revenge they won't call it that because shame has this you know a lot of things associated to it but as i was saying in our evolutionary species when we were out with the herd we learned to follow the herd we learned to not be in modalities of sadness because that would endanger us our body remembers its past so some people are more connected to their Reptilian brain to their animal instincts, if you will, to us as fishies. Okay, and and this is where that herd is still the pack leader, and so the individual will feel and will think with the herd in mind. And in fact, here's where one of the psychologists, psychiatrists, this was Ron, mentions this as we're talking about envy and jealousy. He mentions if they cannot sit in gratitude because there's shame still. He doesn't use the word shame but it's because a person will have the herd in the forefront and so that's where shame is at because you cower down to follow your leader because you don't want to be kicked out because if you get kicked out then you're going to starve to death or get eaten by lions and bears so people don't actually look at each other this way they just use the word evil because that's where all the aspects of shame have been allocated so when we look at revenge or spite When we look at manipulation, when we look at gaslighting, the things that people do when they do the cancel, they talk about each other as toxic, they use all these words. They don't actually know the in-depth version of the trauma-informed stuff or the somatic-informed stuff. Even the same experts don't believe, don't hear about the somatic you'll hear in future upcoming episodes. There's one part where it's, I think, on the 27th that I share that one, Um, but yeah, that's, where i'm gonna save it for my regular listeners so at the end of the day what i was trying to get at is the masculines who are their own feminine are not in this little shame thing they realize we're in 2023 they don't need to be afraid of the herd kicking them out anywhere and that the feeling is actually a physiological thing it's not an action it, and, and see here's why excuse me the emotion because they're not interchangeable emotion arises physiologically i did some research as you know by now for emotions and suffering and so an emotion this shame is actually something that they feel in the pit that's why there's the numbing agents when they become addicted to alcohol drugs sex food these these lifestyles that people talk about as oh that's just human nature the roman empire or the roman times or whatever times they're just disgusting these judgments that people have So, you know, it's very different when you're coming at something from a place of compassion and an infinite consciousness where you're like, wait a minute, but that doesn't add up. But what can add up is what I'm learning over here. Obviously, this is why it's a perspective because people will always add up. So if I got a person who's thinking of the herd, they're adding it up from a whole different perspective because in their mind, they got the herd in mind. So they still have their shame stuff in mind. They're going to have everything that they were told of how they should think and feel about something and they're not going to be aware of it that's their implicit memory the right brain and the left brain's moving on like nothing's happening in the background and in fact this is somewhat structural dissociation because they will get charged if you start to interact from another place like with the military stuff the people you can talk to are open-minded the people you can't they're not they're closed-minded and their closed-mindedness though is a charged state of the younger parts that got drilled with authoritarianism they did not get the freedom to express their own thoughts and emotions they got basically drilled like little soldiers and in fact that creates a disconnect from the body and the mind of a person because they can't keep Paying attention, they're are children. They need to uphold whatever's being told. There, there's going to be fear if you're being scolded and if you're being told, no, I don't care what you're feeling. You're going. You're ignoring. You know, like no, what you're feeling is not true. The, a very simple. It can be. I have a tummy ache. No, you don't. You know, you're making it up. I don't care. And it doesn't matter if kids are lying or not. The part is about how they get addressed. Gabor Mate gives the perfect example of him reacting with his trauma to his three-year-old not wanting to sing at his birthday party and him saying then you're not getting any cake and interrupting the creator process and really the independent individual the three-year-old which was making statements as he was saying this is who I am I don't want to sing the song and the big adult the big scary adult because this is what it's going to be now threatening me making me feel humiliated if you will or bringing forth a, a type of that that's where the words don't matter cuz it's the po- the posture of the body of the person that they'll take on and then they'll they'll remember that and so here's where that's part of how we all have narcissism but when you grow out of it it's something that makes you have the ability to be happy for others this is disrupted with many people who have had a type of authoritarian parent a type of uh, not being able to express creatively in a safe environment now here's where as we learn about trauma and they're spreading the word and the somatic experiencing stuff and just the somatic narrative the body as we are now learning about how to support our growing up in a way that allows a person to flourish we're going to be using different methodologies the psychologists they talk about it's not where you're not supposed to yell at your kid at all it's about the right balance and obviously really what they're starting to say it's about tending to your own trauma your own charge state so the conversations for the actual people who are in the fields and who care about humanity because we care so we're not yelling at each other we're actually saying we're not perfect and we're learning a lot of new things about how our species is made so the people who are in a whole politics social economical and yelling at each other they're all adaptive children and they all have some belief of some conspiracy theory and some power play going on they none of them trust each other None of them trust the institutions. No one trusts anything and just start reading books. I mean, my major is political science, and I have a master's in international relations and diplomacy. And I'll never forget all the lovely things that I learned. And, uh, yeah, it's quite interesting as you grow up what you get to realize, which is there are not really leaders. If there were leaders, then we'd all be really having very pleasant conversations. So in the 5D book, if there were leaders... We would all have people that are pretty much like said guru and us, who say, "Mm, you know, you, you can sit down and talk to each other. Stop yelling at each other. Thank you, adults. Let's show the example to the children growing up of how to be actual emotional adults. But again, here's where our species is evolving, and this is what 5D is. 5D is adults. 5D is because we now know we're emotional beings, not thinking beings the emotional is because the reptilian brain this lovely little uh survival part of our brain it's made of three three parts there's the reptilian there's the let me go grab my little infographic from nicabm.com so just in case we have any new listeners guys they don't know about it maybe we'll find out a quick and simple way to think about the brain reptilian brain the brain stem and the cerebellum that's for our survival and maintenance and then we have the mammalian brain the subcortical region that's for feelings and memory formation in fact that's where the hippocampus is i believe that's also where the amygdala is and that's where they get saturated with cortisol when we start to get angry which is why people who get pissy they start to black out or really their mind gets fuzzy and i remember i was a teenager when i was like you know and I get all passionate, which was really my body still is getting angry and my brain is starting to not work well. And I'm not able to get my words out. I want to work on this because otherwise how am I going to be a speaker since I had already decided I was going to do politics even though I didn't get into politics at all. <laughs> I'm not even close. My lovely regular listeners know that story. Um, primate human brain cortex is the third Now, this part of the brain, in fact, is uh, roughly tripled, has roughly tripled in volume over the last 3 million years of evolution, okay? So, the cortex is the larger and more sophisticated than the other two layers. Thus, we link this part of the brain to primate and human evolution. And it is for higher mental functions. And here's where the need that is met, or that we would want to be met, is what we feel love. When the need is not met, we feel heartache. And this regulates attentions, feelings, desires, complex reasoning, yada, yada, yada. But I don't want to talk about the brain too much. The prefrontal cortex and the cortex, the neocortex, excuse me, the neocortex is our psychological floor. And so when it comes to attachment styles, that's where our self will have a study you have secure so that means you'll be able to handle your charge states easier or easily than if you don't have a self that has been wired in in a way of having a solid foundation and so here's where anxious avoidant, ambivalent disorganized they have many different words for them i learned my attachment from my NICBM course and mine would be secure avoidant ambivalent and disorganized but there's this other person that i saw their tiktok and they call it secure anxious i think it's um fearful or avoidant no avoidant and fearful and then for fearful they have disorganized which involves anxious avoidant and fearful so there's different ways you'll find these words what you want to understand about the attachment style in and of itself it's your brain's actual wiring so the right brain hemisphere is the first part of the brain that develops and that's thank you sue martin my lovely teacher from my trauma informed certificate class of somatopia it's a trauma educational certificate and it was my last class my last classes was with sue martin who taught me about Charge states and we all have them and they she was even asked well only borderline no she says no borderline is where there's an actual rupture taking place or it was with people with different personalities there's a rupture so they're actually not even able to handle they have to have separate and usually you'll find that people who, they, your voices change now you'll notice though all of our voices can change So if you listen to things you learn like I paid attention there are moments where i'm like oh wait a minute when i'm ending an episode or when i'm doing something my my voice my pitch goes into another modality so i i actually evaluate uh, if there was an emotion behind it you know just because that's how we get to know our own self (laughs) which is you um what i was trying to get at before too before i forget there's uh, a beauty in being able to be in that infinite higher human consciousness potential in addition to that isness that comes with the enlightenment soul age group and waking up every day in a state of love and compassion and when you go through any type of situation you're always in the inner growth mindset you're always able to move into transcending transmuting transcending transmuting so this is where for me the past couple years there's been no charge state as i was saying but i've worked up to it so i'm 42 Right now, I'll be posting this, yes, the 25th, so um, I'm shortly going to be 43, that's why. I'm, like, trying to make sure I don't, you know, not that it matters, but, oh, I have another debate. Uh, that's that's a funny one, but I'll save that. My Italian friends, that they make jokes every time the, my birthday's around um, because of this whole year thing. But the people who expansion of consciousness only conceptually there's this guy followed and I was just laughing my ass off I said I need to share this with my community because he's hilarious <laughs> so he has this short oh, various shorts and he says how to become a genius you know and he's talking about how consciousness is energy obviously which which we know we know that everything in the universe is a sound and so he goes on to say, Uh, there is no human particle I'm gonna keep saying it until I get to drill it into your brains and he's just very he's taken on his identity very well you know but he has he has value to offer (laughs) it's just the way he's going about it he's like all these words we've created them but they don't mean anything they don't exist see they don't exist you know and and he's going on and on he says the only things that exist let me go grab it because I have to share. (laughs) this is the only things that exist he says are induction capacitance discharge and resistance or something like that I mean induction for sure yeah it's capacitance discharge and resistance he says this defines the entire the entire universe so to be able to rid the name and explain something uh you know he keeps saying your name is nothing you are nothing you are not you know because a human particle doesn't exist only this exists and he's breaking everything down into energy which is really cool i love that but i was laughing because as he's trying to explain not to use words it's like okay dude you know we have the way of using words for reason but here's where this person will appeal to a group of people it's kind of like the flat earthers there are people that will identify with information which is where other soul age groups are which is where the 3d 4d are they want to be a part of a herd. And so, back to the difference and why I use 5D body type, because there are a group that are in this body type and that are here right now in this enlightenment soul age group. And they are in a state of open heartedness their entire life. Even if they have shame cycles, their heart will be open and here's where Sadhguru: when your heart is full of joy it does not occur to you to cause harm to anyone because you do not feel threatened by anything psychologically speaking our emotions are here for our own self-preservation nothing that your body chooses to do does it to keep you in harm's way that's the point safety behaviors and so when people feel disgust because of joy and love which has happened more often than not to me I've always known it for what it is it's called human suffering and now I know it for what it is it's called this shame thing that the psychoeducators think we need in order to organize ourselves because it's what the past herd has used and that's really just because they have this on file you know if you will Of how the hierarchy of our but this is where they're using the past not the present so to use the past is fine but you to apply it and say well always will be so this is where we will always for now differ until it's that infinite higher human consciousness that leads the way and we don't have that yet we're just right now beginning to tap into it this is 5d space 5d space is realizing the past exists we build upon it but we don't necessarily replicate it and in fact we actually don't because we're always in a state of flow and evolution and so our brains they've tripled in blah 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 years however many they set right how do you know the psychoeducators, they don't they don't actually remember this data point as they're explaining a concept because they're not in the tapping into their own infinite so as they look at their material they're focused with their material they're focused with their findings they're explaining the concept they're not coming at it from the other end of the spectrum i don't know everything i just learned a little bit of something that is going to keep on expanding in how i'm going to learn because the body of a human being the brain of a human being continues to expand so when you're trying to prove a point this is where you're not seeking you're just believing in the point you're making which is where you're not open to infinite possibilities and nothing is really different for the person who doesn't have this visibility it's only for those of us who are here in the enlightenment so Asia we can tell always when somebody's coming at something from the infinite or no this is my belief this is what I've come to conclude and this is why it's proof And we will sit and listen to their proof because we're interested in it but we will not take it as a truth because it's not it's your own truth that's it you know we'll 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 know what those main facts are and really it's down to energy, like this guy points out. So we'll know that nothingness is what is, and so we don't need the guy, and you know, who's talking like we're aliens. <laughs> I love him; he's so cute, though. But um, what I'm trying to get at—that's also why we don't need spirituality, and we don't get to it until later on. Like with me, with Sadguru, one—it's because of who I know. Well, there's various aspects with Sadhguru for me, and why. But I love being able to add the spirituality. I'm just going to leave it at that because knowing about karma, nana, bhakti, and kriya is essential for me to bring the wholeness of that enlightenment soul attribute. because we're not only in the human elements again or mysticism as a tourism holistic note. We're also with, we know enough spirituality is part of us we are it and it is us and really being a human is not about us being a particle (laughs) it's about the experience of being conscious the essence of life cannot be you know it always gets me how people don't realize if you didn't have a mouth to speak and if you didn't have a brain to think and if you didn't have other people to engage in you want to talk about being energy you want to talk what would you do you would do zero you do none of this when you become abstract the fact of life which is every day when you become involved in these conspiracy theories you know there are people that they live their day to day very much in this imagination land and they really get all you know but hey again those are other soul age groups so long story short though 3d 4d and other soul age groups when they're able to expand expansion happens for other soul age groups, and 5D in a way of being able to be open-minded to different opinions. This does not mean they disengage from the herd. In fact, they will stay with their herd. So they, unlike us, will potentially have envy, jealousy, spite, revenge, all these things come about. And that's why the shame cycle is something that I will keep on accompanying in the subscription-based model content for those exercises and what I have in mind I will be creating a way to always involve the two so anyone who has a love cycle but also somebody who has a shame cycle because this is where as I was saying we know of all emotions of course we do the difference is very easily we're able to easily be already like oh wow I get to learn something new today and even if there's a charge state, we still will be able to say, okay, this is my emotion. So we won't use the emotion to preserve anything because we are not needing to be preserved in our emotional state. We're knowing, okay, this is coming up and we're using our brain to think. So here's why we actually don't ever, ever want to harm anyone. Not even when, po- when people take revenge and they are doing it not because we did anything. We didn't do anything. They rejected us they rejected everything of who we are you know because this is where people will basically be very um spiteful this is many times again different different types of things throughout the years there will be spite because you're kind and you will know that this isn't evil you'll understand because see we're somatic empaths so we feel the suffering we don't feel that the word evil doesn't exist Word shame exists and we don't even feel the shame because what we're gonna be feeling is the person's charge parts that are protecting them from us. So we'll feel their suffering, we'll feel their temporal junction, then whatever they tell us, obviously, or whatever they do is going to tell and explain whatever's happening and why it's happening. And so here's where um let me use an example because I had an example to give you. So Again, this is table talk, we're chit-chatting, and there's no main point that I'm trying to make, so if anything was left hanging, reach out. I'll try my best to answer it and remember what we were talking about. The love cycle people, 5D, self-empowering people, in enlightenment, so troop, we don't have revenge at all because we can't. Physically, again, we'll feel that it's something other that's going on, and you know uh there's just like just move away you know it's more like just move away get away just don't engage and people will interpret that as fear but it's it's actually not and then once you so for me every time I'm learning something new about shame there's moments where I just begin crying because of thinking of all these people and their suffering bodies it's not even funny you know when they're describing how one of the stories was this grandma who did not have a mother who was able to tend to her. And when her daughter had her grandson, at the first meeting, this grandma felt envy and jealousy as the grandson was being tended to by the the daughter. And she went to her therapist, like, I feel so guilty, I feel such a shame. You know, I'm so embarrassed even to mention this to you because it's so shameful and the therapist is like this you know she listens and then she says do you think perhaps it's because you know you're seeing that and you as the infant you didn't have this and then she says where do you feel it in your body because see this is a somatic part it's important to know where you feel this shame in your body and it will usually be at the heart of the gut and so it's this torn disgusted feeling of one's own self and this this emptiness and she's like i feel it in the heart and the gut you know and so she gives her this exercise she says how about you know first she normalized it she says you know remember here here's where you come from here's what happened to you as a one-year-old so it's normal that you feel this way it's normal that you have envy or jealousy because you didn't have this this is where there's uh, jealousy and envy is lack of trust It's lack of abundance. It means abandonment. It's a child's way of feeling when they were not tended to. It's an emotional weight. So here's why it's in the body and it comes up the shame through other emotions. And and, and here's where it's something that an adult, when you can start to learn how to be in that middle ground yourself, and that's where some people they need the mediators some people they can do this on their own so for the 5d inclined person they can do it on their own because they're open to only unconditional love with humanity they want to be compassionate so you don't need to have somebody once you understand the mechanism because it is very straightforward it's normalizing that you're going to have charged states but it's also being able to apply your free will i'm going to stop myself from using it time again and again and again that's the rewiring part that you take upon yourself but while you're rewiring what you also want to do is transcend and transmute those charge states otherwise they're going to stay there so it's very practical but it's a again and again and again which is why your loved ones as Ram Dass points out if you think you're enlightened spend two weeks with your parents so this is where the parents and siblings are key but if let's say you're not Concerned with wanting to do that, your partner, or if you have a spouse or whatever, then it's that you know because you've done marriage and or whatever, and your unfinished business will be being dealt with in the home in your own new home. And you know the reality is you never leave the old home either. So the enlightenment soul age group, by the way, we don't actually separate. So here's that other part. But everybody has their own life. This is why it's important to note the other soul age groups are important to note also shame cycles some people will always want to be with that herd like ron siegel points out so you will address your own stuff with the herd in mind which is as long as you're aware of it and you're managing your own self and you're working to get your emotions to zero it's not about emotion less it's about you being able to express your emotions with equanimity to other people but this is only a goal that people will want if they're actually intrigued with being their own self as an adult as a functional adult which is where you know again there's 3d 4d people who are with the conspiracy theories too busy not trusting anything outside of them and too busy sitting in a body that is rigid ignoring that too but again i'm running out of time so let me close this up the exercise that the therapist gave the grandma was to feel love in the heart and the gut essentially and as they were holding their grandson to imagine that they were giving their own child self that love and see if that helped and it did and the therapist though said she was in therapy though it had already been six seven years so we already had been working on shame and her trauma and all this stuff so i would say any person who's able to know i'm not evil i have shame i have a herd you know like to know that you're human we're all imperfect, that is the first step. So if you can be compassionate towards your body, heart and mind and know your body would never do anything to put you in danger and emotions, they're of self-preservation. So the charge states are normal because that's called, again, you are not connected to the higher self yet. It's once the adult is in the room. Terry real points it out very easily he says you know you take some breaths you slow it down and you remember anytime there's envy jealousy or any of these um, charged states the child is coming forth and the protector lenses are there so it's about being able to sit with those and say I am the adult here these are anything charged is from a younger time because it means we want others to help us it means we were not helped furthermore okay so simply simplified and to close up this table talk the sociopath lady she actually has this website that she created for revenge and spite and i wanted to put things in perspective because i know she's going to be judged by people as ah she's evil see yada yada yada. now i disagree with using revenge or spite but you know here's the funny part i've met a couple of people that have used the same words she uses and those same people, they're on a personal development journey. So they still have shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles. They still have their protector lenses on. They're still incomplete in the sense of not they're masculine and feminine, and they're not their functional adults, and they're definitely not a differentiated self. And so here's where she says, You know, uh, one, she calls revenge a good motivator to improve yourself. She says there's nothing more satisfying than taking revenge on someone who has screwed you over. And this is where a couple of people have used the same word, satisfying. Uh, And then you can achieve so much through spite. So that, again, spite and revenge are being used as motivators. And then, though, when she's closing out, she uses these words. She says women are used to taking shit but not throwing it back out. And then also she states people will act differently when they know what you are capable of. Both of these are self-preservation. Both of these indicate to me that there's a suppression of I can be myself. What does it mean, suppression? There's an anger that's not being thrown out in a healthy way for example and that anger is masking a fear and or a shame and or basically an area of a child that was not given the opportunity to be free to create to create who they are and so to be humiliated is the word that comes to mind and therefore ah you know what here's what i'm gonna do i'll show you the part about satisfaction it's because you were hurt by being able to hurt another you feel satisfied quote-unquote why because you've taken back what has been taken away from you which is equal again to humiliation not having humiliation so feeling that you are someone something this is based on interacting with another so in the absence of that interaction you are nothing it's the part about people thinking that these aspects are emotionally satisfying but the part that really is clear to me is they're still in a shame cycle without any awareness so their body still experiences the child who was abandoned who was not given the equanimous and unconditional love and therefore was not given a safe and social environment to play in to be their own creator and creative self. As Gabor Mate points out in his example, he's like, I'm not criticizing parents and that's why he also just uses himself, my son. He starts fussing about not wanting to sing. I say you have to sing. He says no, I say you have to and you okay fine. No cake for you. I don't remember if he does slap him or not, I don't think so. But basically the even just the threat alone, he says, I imposed my and and he talks my trauma because it was my humiliation it was my stuff I forget his exact words but this is the example and so when this woman is saying what she's saying and she's opening up this website there are people that are going to navigate there to the 5DC person this is not evil this is a person who isn't grown up yet and what they don't realize is that what they think is satisfying is not empowering their satisfaction comes from a place of lack Because it's a place of lack that happened when they were too young to remember and that emotion is feeling and thinking that it has what it has but it's a vibration that is not even close to what it can be to instead be able to sit in compassion but to be able to sit in compassion means that you will learn to love who you are as you are with your flaws and imperfections and so here's where the 5 DC person with enlightenment is when it comes to revenge or spite not only do we not have the capability and i'm saying i mean since i can remember whenever i've been accused you're doing it out of spite no i'm not i know what spite would mean because I've, I've been involved in it it would mean that i with intent want to spite you with my brain that i will want to do something to make you unhappy this has never happened you know i know my brain i know what i'm thinking i know what i think so when people want to make these false accusations or even here everyone has to have shame no not everybody does we actually don't We don't lead with shame we lead with love so this is where you know it's not provable because the reality is they can't prove it they can't unless they trace every infant from the moment they they're born you know so letting that one move away because people are always going to try and say what they're going to say for the 5dc enlightenment soul a person we have a love cycle so whenever I was accused as a child of this spite stuff I was like no I'm not doing anything out of spite I'm reacting it's two different things <laughs> you know like uh, and so I would tend to the emotion but I would know what is true and I would not feel shame I would not feel guilt and no matter how many times even as an adult now when I get said you're doing it out of spite no I'm not revenge is something that's uh, actually even more obvious of course so when people have done the spite of revenge since I was a teenager, I realized it's a lack of trust in the relationship, but it's really a lack of trust that the person has, and it's a lack of well-being, and it's a suffering. So I will not, and I don't, in fact, do anything because, well, the saying is straightforward, sweet revenge comes, you know and it's not even funny how can i explain this i'm gonna use not a specific example but it is something that i have been through and when things began to take place and i've shared this with my close friends i said you know the way you do anything it always comes back to you because if you're doing something with spite or intent or fear you've done it with that charge state." So I knew in time we don't have to ever do anything people will use the word god and they'll use their belief systems but for those of us in the enlightenment age group we actually know your actions carry on with you because they're they're done with your own emotions and thoughts so you will always know what what you did why you did it it will carry in your body it's psychoeducators like educators confirm this so for for me as a teenager i i was more still with only the belief i hadn't known about akash and all these things of now i said and always said to my friends there's nothing that i actually have to do because anything somebody does will be carried with them in their soul you know it's this is how it works and people ah but the evil evil you know and always talking about how evil triumphs evil no it doesn't if you look at a person's life you'll note where they are at with their life oh but that doesn't mean anything money is everything this is everything so they keep talking all this shit. When I see a person suffering and I hear any person who's in shame, blame, fault, revenge, I feel compassion, and very much so. And the psychoeducators help me feel it even more. I cry because I feel bad for their bodies because they have a way out, but their way out even is negotiated by the same therapist, okay? So this is where there is nothing funny about a person who doesn't realize that revenge is not satisfying. That's a child who was abandoned. Like, there's just all these other things. So... For me, when I realized that what I knew would come true came true, I did everything in my power and I did succeed to clear this energy that was between situations that I knew how it took place, why it took place and that I really didn't have any animosity towards because for me i was being i was done a favor in fact i'll never forget i was done a huge favor you know i was like thank you thank you so much (laughs) so long story short though when i saw that what i knew would be i cleared it all and i was happy to see that you know this is where we're one big ball of energy so when you hold love and only love you don't need to interact with people in order to allow love to be what stays between you and all those lovely oversoul pieces. In fact, this is the part. A 5DC person in enlightenment soul nature is one with all life. And we do not hold anything except for love with life because we understand that the only true threat is a physical life threat which we will not be having if we're feeling emotions. And if we're thinking thoughts, it means that we're contemplating something, something's going on, we're not threatened, and so we'll sit with it, and we won't be ashamed, and we won't be angry, and we won't lock it out, because we're able to just sit with whatever it is, and to see it for what it is, because we get to see the two sides, because we're not criticizing ourselves, we're not criticizing another, we're not criticizing the situation, and we don't deny the emotions that are coming up, we don't resist them, we allow them to flow very easily, because they're emotions, we don't criticize the emotions fact when I realized I was judging the emotions that were in the category of sad because people talk about them as negative I was like shit I've been doubling down on this that's dumb okay let me move to exploring them both as neutral versus the one would be bad or good because they're both emotions they're all emotions none of them are bad or good and so here's where others would again want to put their mouths in places but it's all about our own ability to move into our adult self with our emotions and our thoughts, which is all in the psychological floor. So those of us who have a 5 DC body type, mind type, incline type are in this enlightenment so age group at this point. Those who are not, if they want, they can. Those who are triggered, that's where they get to choose. They get to choose if they can see that they're triggered it's not a good or bad thing. They're not evil but that revenge or spite or envy or jealousy are a lack of trust in oneself first of all because there's an abandonment there's a charged state from a child who was not given the it's safe to be you in your creator space but was yelled at and 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 here's where before a person might even explore their own self they may have to begin to one separate them from their parents and then allow their parents not to be parents but to be human and that's where you begin to grieve the loss that you didn't get to, to be you know loving and cared for you know so there's a grief that takes place for the loss of your childhood and yada 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 but it's also you creating you and parents and so differentiate itself you're you your family of origin is them they're human beings too we all can have we all do have trauma because we all were infants when we were born we all begin life in in vitro right in the belly and that's where those moments have an effect on us too And this isn't because of some demonic force. No, this is all explainable by science. And it's all explainable by energy. So, you know, at the end of the day, what I do love about people, like the one guy that's saying nothing exists, there's no human particle, him alone dismantles every single one of the theories that the 4D people want to keep on bringing about. About anything of their entities, you know. So again, we'll talk more about those things. Because with my and experiences, I have knowledge many aspects that i know will support those who want to be out of 4d who know about the difference with 5d 3d 4d and who are in again unconditional love neutrality we're all human infinite higher human consciousness is what we're about it's about human evolution and it's about a lot of different topics again human stuff spiritual stuff spirituality stuff it's all awesome and we'll keep talking so tune on in in other episodes and have a wonderful day